everybody to We Geek Podcast. Today is July 20th, 2016. And my name's Adam, joined by my good friend Logan. Hello. And if you're listening to us in Japan, you now have Pokemon Go. Oh, that was, was that finally today? Yeah, I, I was reading that they're launching it today on the 20th um, uh, in Japan. Uh, I was reading that they were just, they knew the servers couldn't handle it. They knew that Japan was going to jump on this like nothing they've seen before and uh so it was it was an issue they they knew they had to hold off on it um i was reading also the first sponsored deal takes place and it's apparently with mcdonald's there um so every every mcdonald's is going to be a gym there which makes sense sure yeah well so i imagine that's gonna be everywhere you know i yeah it's interesting though that it's that it's mcdonald's over there and not over here well, I, I'm, I'm, I, it's gonna happen. I could almost guarantee it. I, I haven't read anything, but that's the thing. They haven't really, they didn't talk too much about their deal yet. Right. But only in Japan so far. That is the big sponsor. It's probably gonna come here. I would be shocked if McDonald's all over America it doesn't become gyms and suddenly you got the toys there and suddenly you get like, you know, uh, a special. Uh, or what do you call them? Uh, shiny, you know, shiny meowth or something. Um, and that's the other thing. They haven't really. There's no shiny yet. We don't. That's... We don't know anything. We've had this game for like two weeks now. We don't know anything yet. That's very true. That's <laughs> just wait until some shiny Pokemon show up and people lose their shit. And like people that play the game like us are gonna be like, oh, those are shiny Pokemon, and your friends are gonna be like what <laughs> so now there's like rare, rare like super rare and it's like yeah it's gonna be like one in a you know one in ten thousand chance or whatever to get it that like that oh that's gonna be really cool um well I, but I, I mean i don't know that first of all that number would have to be a lot higher because right, we'd right. have seen them by now they're what at like 30 million downloads for this app already yeah it's it insane. is sanity um last time i checked and it could be i could be wrong but Nintendo is now worth more than Sony. I that you know, there's part of me that is just not surprised. Right, we're, we're we are recording this on Tuesday, and that was the art news article that broke. Is that Nintendo is now worth more than Sony? Now we're ta- now we're we're talking about total value. Total value. Their stocks wow. went up, but it Their went value. Up- it went, it went up so much. I mean, I'm not talking like per share. Like they're not trading higher per share. You mean like the the entire total worth of Nintendo? Nintendo – here, I'll read the article from BBC News. Nintendo Rally sees its market value value soar past Sony. Whew. Yeah. It, it's – I mean it jumped 7.5 billion in four days. Jesus. Makes sense, right? That's insane. Yeah. I mean that's the kind of level we're at here where the company goes – I mean, let's think about it, you know, and we'll get into all the news and everything, of course. But I mean, let's think about it. The the last gen, this generation for the last few years, Nintendo has tanked. Sony has been the champion. Yeah. And in one and a half weeks, and, and Nintendo did. Apple makes more money off of this game than than Nintendo does, if you think about it. But uh, I think Apple gets like thirty percent of the revenue. Same with Google. Right. Um, and Nintendo makes a fraction of that uh, because it makes a fraction of what the Nintendo of what um, of what the uh, 
of what the Pokemon company makes. And right, I was gonna say it has to go through the Pokemon company and uh, Niantic first, I would think, ex- right? Ex- exactly. So, and it's a, that's a whole mess. Like I, I was listening to a podcast over the weekend. I was reading some articles. The the ownership of Pokemon is a giant mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, I mean, that explains the bidding war for the film rights. Yes, exactly. It's not as simple as Mario and Donkey Kong and whatnot. It's it's it, apparently Nintendo owns one third. They own like 33 percent of um, the Pokemon company, um, which consists of I don't even know off the top of my head, but it's like three different companies. Nintendo's one of them. Um, the people who make it uh, Game Freak are they are they're Freak. part of it. Yeah. Right, and I'm not sure. See, I don't know off the top of my head, uh, but it's it's crazy. It, it I mean, I, yeah, Game Freak, yeah, Game Freak, Nintendo. There's another company involved in there, but I think those are the two, yeah, those are the two big ones that are in it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I creatures. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So. And then on top of that, like you said, they have these other deal with Niamic that that made it, and uh, and then of course Google and, and Apple get a get a piece of the pie as well, thirty percent. So um, it's crazy, but of course that's the name recognition that it has. That that when people saw how good Pokemon was, and when people saw just how big it was, they dropped money in Nintendo because the name recognition. It's not you know. They didn't put it in Sony. They put it in, they put it in Nintendo. Um, and it's crazy that overnight it skyrocketed. Now, who's to say in the next week or two that doesn't drop or whatnot? But um, especially with all the NX and all that news and everything coming out, um, it's going to be interesting. Uh, never count Nintendo out. We've done. I've done it a million times. Um, yeah, I, I know I have too. And I, I still, like, I... Huh. I'm still not crazy about like this. This would have been great. Like if, if any of us had had any sense, like a week before Pokemon go came out, we would have bought the hell out of Nintendo stock. Right. And we were excited. We were like, we've been waiting for this forever. I updated my phone. Um, you know, like we've been excited, but I, it, it, it to, to me, I think we kind of live in a bubble and I don't think that the outside of that bubble would have gotten as excited. I honestly think, like in my group chat, that it would have been me talking about it. Of course, you would have been talking about it. A few other people, but not like this. No, not I, like nobody saw this coming. No way. No, and it's it's gotten to the point where like I'm going through my Facebook feed and I'm like, I want to see something else. Like, is there a funny <laughs> meme today, or you know, is there a news story that I can share that's interesting? And no, it is just all pokemon and hey i like that i love that you know i'm i'm uh, we live in a world where pokemon talk has taken over for like just small talk and that i love that (laughs) like i love that you can meet someone on the street and be like oh you oh you catch a pokemon do you know where the you see the charmander i see the and then like suddenly you're talking with people and your friends and you're you're you met you met your neighbor that you might not have talked to uh you know Funny story. I went and hung out with my mom this weekend, uh, doing some family stuff, and she finally—I'm not supposed to say this, I guess. She's embarrassed, but she finally broke down and got the game when uh, we were out to eat, and three tables next to us were all talking about it. And she's like, "All right, let's let's see what it's." And she was totally in. We were <laughs> out. Um, we went around our neighborhood, and we like we went to places she's never walked to. 
just because we were like, there's a Nidoran or something over there. And she got just a, and then we just walked all day, like for the rest of the time I was hanging out with her, and it was so cool. That now the weekend before, if you remember me saying we went to the pool and whatnot, she she wasn't too like, I'm gonna do it. Now she's all in on it. She's she's sending me pictures of what she caught, and that's the kind of like <laughs> to get to get someone who's not into video games at all and just reel them in. That's crazy. It's 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 un absolutely unreal the scope of this thing it's it's insane i went in i I, what like three days after it launched i ordered italian from a place just up the road here i went in picked it up and like as i'm waiting there i'm wearing my pikachu shirt and the the hostess it just kind of looks over and goes i caught a charmander in my front yard yesterday yeah. Just like totally right in the middle of everything. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is part of the conversation now. Like, it's so like and I, <laughs> I want I, I'm, I'm still waiting on apologies from half the people on my Facebook page who were that group that was like, oh, yeah. You know, remember when we folded you up into that top locker? Yeah. Um, we need tips on where to where to find the ghost Pokemon. Right. Not, exactly. No, no. You, you you come forward and grovel first and then I'll help you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 so cool seeing. Like I said, my my group of friends were really diverse. Like, there's, I'm kind of the oddball out. Me and just a few others that are into it, and it's awesome to see them all into it. Yeah. Um, and me and a few other people went Sunday to Crane's Roost, uh, to to go catch them. But I, I wanted to say, um, also, um. I talked to a buddy of mine. He works for a company, Pegasus, and We Geek Podcast is actually sponsoring um, a Pokemon Go tour uh, in Orlando. So um, the tour dates, there's three of them. Uh, it's Sunday, July 24th, Saturday, July 30th, and Sunday, July 31st. Um, it's $25 per person. And they take you to uh, three different locations. Um, they pick you up at the Florida Mall. We go to Crane's Roost, Lake Eola, Winter Park, and then we go back to the Florida Mall drop-off. And I believe it's like from 1230 to 5. Um, and, yeah, it's just – it picks you up, takes you all these different places. You get to hang out with a bunch of different people who love Pokemon Go and love Pokemon and just want to hang out. Um, and, I, you know, when he asked me to be a part of that, of course, I was like, yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm in. Uh, so I'll be there Sunday doing that. So if you're in, definitely I'm going to post it all on um, the Facebook group. Uh, and, you know yeah, for... just, just look, look for that link. It's already there. I think you posted it already. Yeah, we could, well, it could always stand a refresh. Uh, tell people, yeah. like, what is, explain Pegasus. Some people may not know what that is. Right. It's a, it's a, it's a bus company. They do tours in Orlando um, for different things. Um, and for this one, it's going to be all Pokemon related. So it's got uh, free Wi-Fi on the bus. So it's got, like, a free 4G Wi-Fi. Holds up to about 61 uh, seats. Um and it's one of those big buses that you would take to, like, let's say you're in Orlando and you're going to, like, a UFC event or something that's in Tampa. Uh, it's a big, nice air-conditioned bus that takes you there. So it's, it's like that. Um, but, yeah. So, that I mean, that's what pretty much what we're doing. So um, that is Sunday um, and then those other dates. Uh, but, yeah, that's where I'm going to be there. Uh, definitely let them know when you give, if you give them a call and uh, or you send them an email. Um that you heard from us, from We Geek Podcast. Um, and we're going to put all of that on the website, so look for that. Excellent. 
Excellent, oh, excellent. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I know you wish you could be here, dude. <laughs> I man, you're not kidding. Like I, I look around and I, I, I like every every night I open my, I open the app and I look around and I'm like, God, that's right. There's not, there's literally not a Pokestop for a mile. <laughs> oh wow. I was like, oh, I'm sad. There's there's good. There's some decent Pokemon around here. Like there's like just a little ways down the hills where I caught my Psyduck and a Clefairy and some stuff. So I was, you know, so it, it's not, it's not a Pokemon desert, but like, there's nothing like I've got to drive downtown to yeah. start running into any of this stuff. Like there's just nothing out this way. Well, here's what I did. Um, yeah, I know there's nothing your way. Got to find in your area where's the most congested, because what I did, we go to a place called Crane's Roost, and it's one of the stops that we're going to, um, with, with the tour, there's four pokey stops literally on top of each other so <laughs> people just put in the lures there four of them on top of each other with everyone there it was like there's a slow bro suddenly and then there's a snorlax and the, and you get all these rare pokemon i found now i don't know how it works i don't know if it's because so many people are there or if it's four lures on top of each other but it, it you know suddenly you got a ponita suddenly you got a volpex suddenly you got these weird ones that you don't really see chilling in your neighborhood um the water ones, um, you got to go by water. The side ducks, you'll get a million of them as long as you're by water. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so that's why Crane's Roost is kind of perfect because it has the park, it has the water, and it has that spot with the lures. So, people just constantly keep walking back and forth. Like I got enough bubble sores there over the weekend to uh, get an ivy sore today. So. Yeah, then and I got a bunch of Pikachu's. I never see Pikachu's, and then I get them at that park. I got like three of them in a row, nice. um, and it was cool. Like I, over the weekend, I also went to my grandfather's, uh, and I rode my, uh, well, not my bike, his bike to the park, and I hung out with there, met some people, stayed there for like an hour, hour and a half, came back, and then the next day Sunday went to Crane's Roost. Saw the same people walking around the park. And they're like, hey, we saw you at the park. Like, it was it was really bizarre and really cool at the same time. Nice. Um, yeah. No, I loved it. Uh, but, yeah, so that's what I'm going to be doing Sunday. I'm, I'm That's what we're going to – who are we kidding? That's what we're going to be doing every day for a while now um, until it gets boring. And that's – maybe we'll talk about this later on in the show, but what's the contingency plan here? What 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 needs to happen – for us not to get bored events um, events yes and i was th i was thinking about that like they you know to to release a um a legendary between a specific time and you have to go to game stops that has to be a thing you know oh absolutely. I mean, oh yeah or mcdonald's like suddenly you get a zapados for this week if you visit a mcdonald's yeah but i think that's a little too cheap you're and not, right and but not... how else would you do that I, uh, is it in, 10 McDonald's? <laughs> is it? Well, I, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. And I wonder, do you like, are some of them region locked? And I don't mean they like are. nationality wise, but I mean like specifically like, oh, you can only go like a lot of people don't think Florida would be a perfect place for a Zapdos because well, it's the lightning capital of practically the world. There are region locked Pokemon. Are there? I I need to bring up the list here. Um, from what I understand, Farfetch'd is going to be Asian. Hold on. Asia. Um, uh, I think Tauros is America. 
Right. Oh, I got to find it here. Um, Interesting. So there is a little red and blue going on here. Yes, yes. Interesting. The, but the one thing is, is that you can hatch them all from an egg. There you go. Now you see, there we go. I like that. I like yeah. that little workaround. That, yeah. that is cool. Yes. Um, I can't find it. Um, uh, region locked Pokemon. Um, uh, I wish I had the list up in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see here. I don't know. All right. But no, hold that's, on. that's, but yeah, I think that's, and that's something you could do with legendaries and make them, make them timed, make them just a few days and also limit them one per. You're not catching four or five Zapdos. You get one. Oh, okay. Now, and if it now if it runs, you can come back. But if you catch it, that's it. I really think like the big legendaries should be, you know, the main five. The three birds, Mew and Mewtwo, should be limited to one per. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I just, I think that's, I, I don't know. I, I don't, and there's a way to do that, I'm sure. Lock it to, you know, oh, this ID has been registered, blah, 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 whatever. Well, once trading becomes a thing. Right, there's that too. Like, And that's something you're just going to be stuck with. Right. Yeah, I, I mean, in a way, I don't know if trading would hurt the game too because once you can trade, then like, I think, you're going to fill up your Pokédex pretty fast. Right, but I also think that not only does that encourage more social, but then you're also looking for who's got the best what. It's not just like, oh, hey, you know, because like right now... I'm, you know, I'm slowly working. I'm, I'm trying to, to get a, a couple more Pidgeys and Raditas for the, the lucky egg trick, mm-hmm. which, you know, once I decide to, to pull the trigger on that, like I can finally, hopefully get another couple levels up. But like, oh, I've, I've done that like four times now, and I'll fully admit I've spent money on this game. I oh, dude, I have too. Like I, cause like the second day I ran out of Pokeballs, and I'm like, nope, I need two hundred. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I got, yeah. I got the two hundred, and for for you know for ten, I got two hundred for the, uh, and then the, uh, both expansions for the items and the Pokemon, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, cool, I'm I'm good, like I'm set for a little while, but that's I I had to kind of do that because like I said, I live nowhere near any Pokestops, so like there's right. no like there's no replenishing these Pokeballs. Yeah, and see, I, I do a great job when I go out on the weekend, like on Saturday, Sunday, and I go to the stops, and I can fill up. But during the week when I'm at home and I'm working and whatnot, yeah. it's like I just went through 100 Pokeballs, uh-huh. <laughs> catching Pidgey after Pidgey after Pidgey. And, I, I mean, that's why I think I'm – yeah, I'm level 19 now. So <sighs> it's, it's, it's gotten me up a lot, but at the same time, like the higher you go, the harder it kind of gets. Um, yeah, but the, the more they're worth it because then that's when you start building a gym team. That's true, though, because you... my Vaporeon's, like, he's, he's huge. Um, yeah. Um, but the – okay, so here's the rumor, and here are the ones. Uh, Mr. Mime, exclusive to Europe. Tauros, exclusive to North America. Farfetch, exclusive to Asia. Kangaskhan, exclusive to Australia. Now, if that's true, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, all of that makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so – and that, that's really cool. Um, uh, let's see here – Man, top. You know what I'm disappointed in? What? That going down count and catching a buzz has not become a meme with Electabuzz. Right. I'm very disappointed that nobody has jumped on that bandwagon yet. And I mean, I don't know. Are they just that hard to find? Because I know I haven't found any. 
You should do it, man. I went downtown, saw so many signs for if you catch a Pokemon in here, you get 10% off your drink. Yeah. We had actually Statesville in a really 21st century thing, which is strange up here, did like a walking tour downtown for a couple hours yesterday. It, yeah. was, it was from like six to eight and it started, it basically started in one corner of downtown and like kind of worked its way all the way to the other corner. Oh was yeah. It, Everyone's trying to capitalize. Yeah. And oh. that's, and they should. Oh, this is huge for especially small businesses. Yeah. Um, I've seen, you know, we've talked about the shop and whatnot. Aaron, you know, said absolutely is bringing business in. I'll tell you. Um, yeah, and I saw a few articles online just talking about how this is a really good thing for small businesses, and it it gets people in their doors. Yes, um, gets them walking around. You know, gets them stopping. And I even saw like kids at the park selling, you know, um, uh, you know chips and drinks and whatnot, fifty cents, whatever. And I'm sure it was illegal, but whatever. Well, <laughs> like, it, yeah, but I mean, something like that. Who cares? Like exactly. If, you, if, oh. if you're really the kind of if, if you're really going to come and bust like a lemonade stance type thing like just, you know. Oh, yeah. And Ooh. I love the videos <laughs> online of the, the police officers uh, pulling up to like a pokey stop and it's like midnight and then suddenly they're blaring the, the Pokemon music yeah. theme song. <laughs> and I'm just like, how great is that? Like, that's cool. Like, that's a cool cop. That's someone going, hey, I know what they're doing. And, you know, we're just we're going to we're going to brighten the mood for a moment and and not break it up or whatever. And I thought that was so cool. Community building. That's that's what's so great about this. And people like I understand some people want to tear it down because they think it's stupid and juvenile. And that's fine. You know, I'm I you know, I'm sorry you've lost your childhood. But, you know, like if you don't have to like it to to at least not be obstructive with it you and, know and i i've known a lot and to be fair i know a lot of friends and whatnot who just aren't into it but in the very next breath they say exactly what you say yeah. i like what it is i don't get it but i like what it's doing it's getting people outside you know the i, I like i've lost weight just walking literally <laughs> and i thought about it, i thought well yeah i'm getting up before work i'm walking outside on my lunch break i'm walking outside after work i'm walking outside on the weekends i'm now spending my time in a park walking um i'm exhausted at night i'm getting such a good night's sleep because of it it's like it's tricked me into exercising not just once a day but literally all day and, and unless I, if i wouldn't be doing that I'd be sitting around or just you know goofing off so you know it's 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 real like it's and it's crazy how it's worked but yeah. it really has it's, but it's i mean this fun. isn't this what everything like how many people have been like the generation before us has been yelling at us and our kids about video games. Get and off the of, couch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get off the couch. Get out of the house. You know, go meet people. Well, here we are. And it amazes me, like, some of those same people are like, no, not that way. Like, I'm just like, you oh, yeah. can't. And you be just... nice to people, too. That's the thing. I've met some, you can tell they're extremely socially awkward when you meet them. And I've just been super nice to them. Because in the back of my mind, I'm like, these some of these people I've met probably don't go out that much, and because they're just like me, though you know they love video games, they love Pokemon, yeah. um, and be nice to them, like be super encouraging to that, um, and that's all I've been, man. Because I'm super weird. I'm su like I when I meet people, I don't. <laughs> I don't talk. I'm very shy. I'm very quiet as well. I'm not as as I am on on this show, but um, yeah, it's just been really cool meeting people like that, like at the park and stuff like that. And I, you just have that icebreaker where you're like, we're here for the same thing. We all know it. 
um, let's talk, let's have fun, let's let's you know get along. And it's, bef- I, I can't think of anything before that where you could just break ice like that so easily. Yeah. Yeah, because you, you don't know what someone else is doing. You know, a month ago, you couldn't just walk up to a park and go, you could say hi, but you don't have some common ground immediately. Right. Um, and now you do, and in such a weird, strange way. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I've absolutely loved it. And I've seen, I, I've seen so much traffic. Like when I deliver, when I deliver pizzas, one of the first roads down from the store that we cut through to one of the main roads goes through a, goes through a cemetery. Mm-hmm. Cemetery right next to a, a park with tennis courts and a playground and a whole bit. Hey, small town, what do you know? But like. Yeah. You know, you would always see like a few people around the park. I've been in traffic jams over the last week. <laughs> I'm like, this is a two lane road that runs for a tenth of a mile, and I'm in traffic. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, and <laughs> and, and you, you you've seen the videos online of people like stampeding to a location. I witnessed that live at Crane's Roost where everyone was sitting. Really, it must have been uh, over a hundred people. And suddenly a Ponita showed up on the hill and someone screamed. Now, to give you a picture, there's this park area where you have a fountain and a bunch of statue things. And then there is like a road on each side of it. And on the other side of one of those roads is a big hill and a, and, and a apartment complex. Someone on the hill goes, Ponita, and everyone rushes to the hill. <laughs> you not run in traffic, people. But thankfully, there was no traffic and everyone a mass exodus from that one location everyone was sitting to where the Ponita was on the hill. And you see these 100 people or so get up on top of the hill where there's really not that much lighting. And all the people in the apartment complex start turning on their lights because they see what's happening. Mm-hmm. And everyone's cheering and high-fiving because they got a Ponita. <laughs> and I was like – it was my first time seeing it. And I was like, you must be rare. Everyone's gotten excited. Right. And it was just – I was looking around and just astonished that it was 1030 at night. And all of these people were here to catch Pokemon. <laughs> there you go, man. Hey, you know what? That's, yeah. That's it, man. And groups. You know, if, if we're going to, you know, don't oh. run in traffic and, and go in groups. Not just for safety, but because it's way more fun that way. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. If you're going to – no, we were out at 1030 at night. It was – it's a big park. and has a lot of people, and it's very lit up. It has security and police officers, all of that stuff. Don't go to your local – you know, uh, <laughs> your local park that late at night and, and, you know, just be careful, be, be wise about it. Do that kind of stuff during the day. This, this was a big park. Um, oh man, it, but it, it was just fun. And yeah, and unfortunately some people have been doing some dumb things and that's all the news latches onto. Oh, sure. They forget that people do dumb things with other dumb things. Like it, it, I, every, like right. there's every newscast is like, the, here's three people who who were driving while playing Pokemon and they crashed their cars. I'm like, yeah, and how many people still drive drunk? Like, let's, right. you know. Exactly. Yeah, I, I saw today someone was, I guess it was ca- captured live on a cop's camera. Oh, in Baltimore. I just saw that. Yeah, someone, someone sideswiping it and they got out and admitted to it. It's like that guy would have been Snapchatting two weeks ago and got right. done the same thing. Like, he would have been he would have been vining before that. He'd have been texting before that. Like there was no this is just the next the next distraction in that sense. But this was it right. was always going to happen. It just happened to happen while this is what caused it. Exactly. Be smart people, have fun, you know, be smart enough to know that 
it's an app. You want to live your life. Don't get in trouble. Don't get, you know, don't do, don't get in car accidents or anything like that. Uh, and it, odds are you're not going to because these are just a few people who make bad decisions. So, right. This is not the overwhelming majority of people. Exactly. If it's getting you out and it's getting you to walk around and it's getting you to exercise, don't let someone, you know, tear that down from you. Um, take take that away from you. Uh, so just keep doing it. Um, we wow, we talked about Pokemon the whole go this whole thing. So <laughs> right. we'll get back. We'll get into some movie news, uh, and then some TV, of course, some video games, and some reviews, some WWE draft and uh, Stranger Things. Um, again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we will see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And we got a lot of news to talk about. Um, before we get into movies, we're going to talk about Star Wars Celebration that happened over the weekend. Um, and we got some cool news from it, um, some stuff I've been waiting on forever to hear. And um, yeah, let's just uh, let's just take it off. We got a new trailer for Rogue One. Uh, it was kind of like a behind-the-scenes featurette uh, that showed new footage. Um, showcasing uh, like a grittier feel to it uh what did you think of it yeah you definitely got a better sense of the tone of like oh yeah no they're serious about like oh yeah this is a like a war movie yeah yeah absolutely um the, these people who do these trailers really know how to get to me because when i you see that love and the, the, the it's like they focus more on these kind of trailers on the people making it and how much they love this the series and like the excitement that x-wing fighter gets when he sits down in the seat uh, yes so man it's yeah awesome. and the practical effects everywhere um just amazing yeah um and i and i loved when they they talked to was it was it i think it was a director right wasn't it gareth who they were talking to about you know you can you can can love the franchise and everything but if you're not if you're if you're just going to do the same thing and not be afraid to go out there then you're not you're not making something worthy of this kind of franchise right and exactly. i thought that that hits the nail on the head because mm-hmm. it is it is a fine line to walk between having respect for what came before but being willing to to go out there and to find something different without going too far and without playing it too safe mm-hmm. that's and and you know you could make the argument that that's the purpose that that ought to be the purpose of all film but you know that will you know that for another time just in this case it's like you know you have this you have this lineage that that you have to find a way to respect while also saying okay but where what can we do different how far can we go before we've got to really get reeled back. Mm-hmm. And I, it, yeah, it, man, no, I agree. Yeah, and it totally looks like they've they've done a, a bang-on job. Yeah, it definitely, it just looks so different. Um, and at the same time, it feels like your home in, in a way with the with the originals it, it it has the look and the grit of the originals but at the same time the tone feels very different yeah it uh, just it looks you can definitely see the thing the best way that I've, i i can explain this to myself is that it it does it just feels like a different piece of the same star wars puzzle right it's it's not you know, we've got all these different parts and all these things that kind of have sort of like this this almost fantasy element to it, this kind of journey of the hero and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But it always had kind of a flair with, you know, just the idea of a Jedi Knight 
like the right. the Sith Lord. You know, it always had kind of a, a fantasy sort of feel that way. This mm-hmm. is just a different piece of that same puzzle. It just doesn't have it doesn't have the the fantasy elements. It's it's just a little more grounded, even right. when they're flying in space. But point being, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But so I I think I seeing that and especially like the behind the scenes stuff, like you said, with the the practical effects, and I I love that they keep showing. Look, we do this stuff. Like, this is not a CG fest. Like, of course, there's CG elements. There are always going to be CG elements. But the primary focus is on what can we do mm-hmm. and what can we build. Uh, I don't know. Did you see the thing they talked about, the set, the 360 set that they built? I did. Yeah. Like, that's oh. that fascinated me. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy. Like, it's – I just I can't wait. Um did you uh, – I guess in the in the trailer, did you notice – I don't know if this is going to be a spoiler if I said it, but some very – people who basically broke the trailer down scene by scene by scene caught a few Easter eggs, some characters that are from the original movies that might be in these movies. Did you see who, who those were? No, but I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think it's too spoilery. Cause I, too spoilery? It, okay. It's, well, because it's it, – it, is it people that we already kind of thought were going to pop up in this film in some aspect? No, these are just actually – I don't even know if I should say it because it's, it, it sounds like really fun surprises. Well, then let's let's leave it out then. Let's leave it. Okay, yeah. So I'll leave that there. It just looks like – just keep in mind who is alive during this time frame who we saw during this time frame and i'm not really talking about big characters either i'm not like saying yoda or anything like that but keep in mind yoda's fucking alive during this time frame boba fett is alive during this time frame all of these characters are there uh who knows who's going to show up the ones i'm talking about are very small characters but they're cool nonetheless the eu universe um has definitely talked about them a little bit so uh it's cool it, i mean oh, dude, like, imagine like like who could pop up in this film randomly um like one of the bounty hunters or something like that uh not even boba fett like could be one of the other ones that would just be like a kind of like a cool oh shit i know that i know that guy you know um i don't know it it just it's it's really cool um hey look it's old man jar jar binks yep yep (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly or bail ogana like he could be in it um and a few other people uh like it's going to be i think there's going to be some cool cameos um just from the trailer alone like that big shiny robot that they show um he's in like he's on the death star in the original movie oh nice yeah yep yep because i was like that guy looks so familiar and then i watched something on youtube where like breaks down the trailer and it's like oh by the way remember this guy looks familiar you've seen him before he was on the death star before it blew up that's that's the kind of cool little stuff that I like. Not every not every piece of fan service has to be huge, right? And 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 what I'm hinting at that I haven't said, it's like that. It's like, oh, like as soon as you see these people or you see that creature, you see this, you're you, you're gonna be like, oh wow, okay, I I know who that is. Don't know their name because I didn't know their name when I saw them. Saw right. them. <laughs> but I was like, I, I know exactly who they are, and that's a cool little that that would make me smile from ear to ear. Saying, um. And I'm sure that's all over this this movie. Like, and 
I love that Jedi's are rare in this. Like the Sith and all of that. It's it, we, we, you know, they know of Darth Vader. They know, but he's really going to be, I think, the only person in this film that is like we see that's force sensitive. Right. Well, they, I mean, this is still, you know, not far removed from the the whatever they called it, the Great Jedi Purge or whatever cleansing, right. whatever they called it. Right, exactly. Um, and I like that. I dig that. Like, how many years have people been talking about, like, they want uh, a Star Wars movie that doesn't have much to do with Jedi? And even though I love Jedi and they're kind of my favorite part about the Star Wars lore and everything, uh, it's still a cool – I still love the idea. Like, it's, it, every once in a while you get that urge to, to read a book or something where it's just nothing to do with the main part of that but, like, an, an offset story about something else. And that's what this is. Yeah. Yeah, this is what people have been clamoring for for years. We're finally getting an extended universe book. That's the way you got to think of it. Put to life. Yeah, pretty much. That was that was one of the things that was really great about Lost Stars. Mm-hmm. Was because these were not you know these were not lost Jedi kids or something. They were just kids. Yep. Yeah, and it, it, it you know a few years back before Disney bought bought Star Wars, there wasn't a shot in hell that we were going to get a live-action Star Wars movie that had nothing to do with the Skywalker family. We didn't even think we'd ever get a continuation of Star Wars. Right. And here we are. We're, we're getting a t- continuation, and we're getting extended universe-type stuff. That's the way I see it. I see, like, this is their chance of doing extended universe movies, and that's what we're getting. Um, the next one's Han Solo, which is really close to the originals. Um but who knows after that? Like, yeah, because because what the the Han film is only supposed to be what like a handful of years before A New Hope, right? Exactly. It's not yeah. it's not too far removed. It's not no no, uh, and it's kind of cool how that Han Solo story is going to be shared kind of like in this time frame if you think about it. Yeah. Um. Apparently, yeah. So, uh, dude, I'm I'm totally in. Um. Let's <laughs> see here. Um. Star Wars Episode Eight. The film will pick up right after the end of Seven. Yeah, there's not going to be like every other Star Wars film. There's been some measure of of distance, right? But this is just going to be oh, and scene like right where. Do you think it's not going to? I mean, I I imagine it has to do the scroll, and then you're in space. What does it do? Like zoom down to the planet? I think I think it zooms down to the end. I I almost kind of think it it in a sense reverses the zoom we got at the end of seven just in the sense of like you know we see the planet and then you know i don't know if it's going to zoom the whole way down out from space or if there'll be a wipe cut in between but Mm -hmm. it's going to wind up zooming back in on on the exact scene we saw at the end of seven see i think i think it picks up at that exact same time frame but i honestly think the film opens up with kylo ren and the aftermath of that um, in space, and then suddenly we go to the planet with Luke. Um, I like I, I could under I I could see that, but I think the more, like the more interesting part right out of the gate is to at least establish something between Luke and Ray. And then no, that's true. So you're ha- saying like open up with her grabbing the lightsaber, or 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 with or with him or, actually, uh, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, with him, you know, receiving it. Okay, no, I could totally see it's, that. Like, it, that that would be cool. Yeah, like, I, I think that he's going to have the opening line of the film. 
Oh, and then, that would be interesting. Yeah, and I don't know what it's going to be. I, you know, I don't know what it's going to be. I, I, you know, Mark Hamill's really high on the dialogue. Did you see yeah. that where he talked about how it was all... It, he he's he said they they've written so many things that are going to be catchphrases that'll make you all that'll make you forget all about may the force be with you oh no i gotta watch that see i didn't get to see any of the panels really i only caught the headline yeah, that's a and i mean that's a bold statement it really is well i mean star wars is known for that i mean how many years have we been quoting yoda yeah true. and, and obi-wan kenobi we've taken these phrases and we've said them for years. Our parents have said them for years. Like, that's it's crazy how deep Star Wars goes. Like, my buddy who just got into it literally in the last year, and any chance he gets, he quotes Yoda because he's like, that's some of the smartest shit I've ever heard. Like, that's what he always says. He's like, that's some of the realest, deepest stuff that he's heard. And I'm like, it makes sense because, like, it resonates, you know, uh, do or do not, there is no try. Like, that's really, you know, it's so simple. Right. Um, just stuff like that. I would just love for it to 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 zoom in like that first line is there's there's Luke staring down at the lightsaber and, and he just looks up and he just goes, "There was a hand with that." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. He goes into his little bit. No, like, I'm curious how Luke's gonna take this. I'm curious how his voice is gonna sound. And that's honestly, you know what? I never thought about that. Like Mark Hamill's huge into voice acting. I wonder how he's going to take on the you know this role because we've seen him but we haven't heard from him we, we saw all the emotion in the face and he showed a lot of it yeah um he showed everything and i'm curious how he's going to act and what luke's going to be like now um especially to her and is he going to be rough is he going to be gentle you know like who knows well like, especially considering you know what kind of state is he in after what prompted him to go into this exile to begin with yeah like, yeah it's, yeah there's, you know, there's so many questions he, he winds up betrayed and all of this and seeing everything that we kind of got a glimpse of so mm -hmm. he's got to be be pushing that out of his mind and suddenly here shows up somebody holding his lightsaber which was his father's old lightsaber mm -hmm. like how you know where all does that go yeah i mean that's like that's that's what's interesting for for everything you know style and 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 acting and everything like that aside the actual character of mm -hmm. anakin has had such a massive continuous impact Mm -hmm. on this story in some way shape or form and that to me is fascinating and that's the thread that i like seeing the way they keep weaving it through it's not always present but there's it, it's not always obviously present but it's always there in those subtle kind of ways yeah yeah no here here man i i completely agree um yeah dude i couldn't be more excited for this um yeah, <laughs> um, we got. Let's see, what else do we got? Do you want to take a quick break or? Well, we've got. Uh, did you see uh, Goyer's writing a thing for ILM? No, what is it? They're doing some kind of Darth Vader VR thing. We don't know. If oh, it's, it's going to be like an experience or something. Yeah, we don't know if it's a movie or it's a game. It's probably like a VR experience. Um, it's going to be like that Batman thing, probably. It, well, I don't even think it's gonna be like that. I think it's gonna be more like the uh, when they were like the Star Wars Battlefront experience. 
whatever well, see, that that's was. bigger. They just released a Star Wars thing on Vive that's probably four minutes long. And it's what they've been demoing, where, like, the Millennium Falcon lands, you fix the ship, stormtroopers come up, you uh, R2 hands you a lightsaber, you block the, the laser bullets. Yeah. Uh, and if the, or the, the blast, it all looks amazing, but it's literally four minutes. Right. I think this is kind of that same sort of thing, but, right. you know, it's written by David Goyer, so it's going to be awful anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so it's going to be about Darth Vader. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, I'm all in. I'm going to have the PlayStation VR. You bet your sweet ass I'm going to be getting whatever the hell they come out with Star Wars-wise for <laughs> VR. Uh, I just want a thing where I can just hang around with a lightsaber and shoot stuff, block things. Right. I'll pay for that happily. <laughs> yeah. But uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll get back. We'll talk more about Star Wars Celebration, then we'll get into some movie news. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see everybody in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast and on the N.FM, and uh, yeah, we're right in the middle of like Star Wars Celebration news. Yeah, t- t- tell these people what you said right before we came back on. <laughs> uh, oh, there's a bubble sore right near me. <laughs> he goes away fast, though. Uh, One thing that's broken about the game right now, if you've not noticed, is that everything is at least three paw prints away. So that sucks. Oh, is it everything? Everything for everyone right now. Oh, the Pokemon is at least three paw prints away. So the only, so kind of does that really sucks. Like the fundamental thing of the game, uh, is broken. Um, and so the only way you can guess what's close and what's not is, you know, top left hand corner to the right and then down like a zigzag all the way to the end. Um, Uh. like a, like a Z pretty much. But, you know, last week, you could see the thing closest to you had two paw prints or one paw print or no paw print that let you know how close you were getting to it. Now it's all three paw prints. So I imagine this is something they will fix very soon. They will have to. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. I imagine it comes tomorrow um, when they release it with Japan and whatnot, hopefully. Um, but, but yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's see here. We got some more news. Um, go ahead and take the next one. Sorry, hang on. I was actually just finishing up catching a ratata. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to catch an EV before that. Give me a break. Jeez. You said there was a bubble here nearby. I was like, oh, damn, I haven't checked in a while. Um, so, yeah, they did a fun thing with Star Wars Rebels. Um, they showed a trailer for Season 3, and there's a bit of a time jump, which, hey, what do you know? We were just talking about that. Yeah, you know, Ezra's got a new haircut and everything, and it's like, okay, so what are we up to now? And they showed Hondo, and it was a neat little trailer. It's like, oh, okay, so we're back, and the the Rebellion's starting to gather some steam. Oh, and now the Imperials are getting smart. Well, why is that? Well, because of this shadowy figure who we're slowly zooming in on. And I loved the video I found on YouTube was taken from the hall. So you could slowly hear the crowd start to build when they were figuring out. Like, in the beginning, it was like the absolute diehards who were like, oh my god, is this who I think it is? Right, right. And then, like, the you know, the next cut, they got a little more excited. And then when he spoke and was very refined and very intelligent and every... And again, this same kind of crowd, maybe even a broader crowd now, who was like, wait, do I know this character? And then when they showed him, most of the crowd lost their minds. 
Yeah. And then there was a couple bits of dialogue which I haven't heard because I haven't seen one that hasn't had the crowd in it yet. And then it cuts to it. It, it cuts to them saying Grand Admiral Thrawn. And then the yeah. entire crowd lost their minds. Oh, yeah. yeah which was absolutely awesome. I lost my mind when I saw that. I was like, that's fantastic. Yep. He's officially canon now. They've, yeah. they've described him, uh, the, I think it was one of the showrunners, described him as a Vader-level threat. Right. And that's, of, of course, like how, you know... Like, he has to be a big bet. He's got to be on that top tier. Yeah. And that's just awesome. Which then led to the announcement of an of an in-canon Thrawn book coming out next year, written by Timothy Zahn, who yes. wrote the original Thrawn trilogy. People lost their minds. Oh, that's, that's such awesome news. Because, yeah. this, like, now, you know, now this is going to answer so many questions and it's going to set up, you know, like a trillion more. Yep. But that's awesome because this is, this is even for somebody like me who was not big expanded universe. Mm-hmm. I, I was not, you know, like I knew my expanded universe basically boiled down to two characters, Revan and Thrawn. Right. That was pretty much it. I knew a little about the Yuzong Vong, but not, I, you know, I think I read one of those. Right, but like that, because I loved Revan not just for his journey, but for for the personality and what he kind of stood for in the face of of shaking up the status quo with the Jedi, and Thrawn because he is just he is the absolute you don't want this guy across the chessboard from you. Right, like he will sit down and he will look at the board and he will see where your hand twitches mm-hmm. right before you play. And he will know every single move you're going to make. Oh, yeah. Like, I loved the paintings and the artwork all around him. And yeah. I, the second I saw that, I, was, I knew you two. You just knew who it was. You're like, yes, could not could not have been better news and yeah. celebration. Um, I was curious what they were going to do, what they were going to show at this one. And Thrawn, he just stole the show, his book, and he's going to be in season three, and he's going to be a big part of it. And it's smart. Like, it, you're gonna, if you're going to keep some things from the canon, th- that is top of the list from the EU. Yeah, um, that had. Oh yeah, he has to be to be included. Gonna be curious now going forward. Mara Jade, is she alive? Is she not? What happened with Luke? Did Luke ever have a wife? That's going to be – we don't know yet. Right, because um, that's the thing. This is the first major yeah. EU inclusion, and that just blows the doors off of everything. Now anything could be fair game. Yeah, it made people go – all the people who thought that Mara Jade couldn't, couldn't do a Thrawn, they'd never do it. Now they're going, wait a second. <laughs> what are they keeping? And it's now it's making a lot more sense why they're keeping a lot of things – still behind closed doors and still hasn't released them yet because they don't want to spoil the upcoming movies. Right. Um, and, and everything doing it like, Oh man, like this, this opens it up so much. Um, I couldn't be more excited. Um, and it was kind of a, a, a turn in the book too. Like remember in the last aftermath book, we thought it was. Yeah. Um, it's Thrawn. It, yeah. It seemed like this could be that character. Right. It was, it was a, the, what do you call it? Bait and switch? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, um, but we're not... I, I don't know if we're still sure about that, though. 
Yeah, they don't they don't mention his race yeah. or anything. Like there's so. there there there's always still the theory out there that he winds up being Supreme Leader Snoke. Yeah, that's yes. And yeah, that's, I did read and, that. And that's still entirely plausible. It like, is. It, it makes it really interesting if the, he's going to be like the bad guy of these. Yeah. Of this series. Um. But yeah, man, it's <laughs> this Thrawn stuff is good news. Um. I did. They have the new Han Solo come out on stage. Yeah, yeah, they did introduce him. Uh, a, uh, I gotta look up his name here. Aaron, hang on, I'll come, I'll find it's, it. It's Aiden in Aiden Aaron Reich. Aaron Reich, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He so was, I don't know, he was fun in Hail Caesar. I liked him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's oh man, I I can't wait. All oh, this is good news. The Thrawn stuff got me really excited and. Uh, yeah, I mean, hopefully that comes out early 2017, um, I imagine. Uh, but, yeah, all right. What, what movie news do we got? Uh, well, we got uh, we've got a lot. We got a lot of like concept art and promotion videos this, or photos this week ahead oh, cool. of ahead of Comic Con. Um, we got some uh, concept art for Guardians Two. They officially unveiled uh, that oh, did yeah. that did show Mantis. They're like, yeah, she's in the movie. We were like, yep. okay, we figured. <laughs> not the not the biggest secret on the planet, but didn't they yeah. already announce that that Mantis was in it? I I don't know if it was ever like an official anything, or it was one of those things where it was like it, it where it was just James Gunn being funny, mm-hmm. where it was oh, okay. you know it was like, hey, we would love to tell you about this new cast member. You know, you guys are gonna be really green with envy when you find out who it is, or something stupid like that, probably. Gotcha. Just because they lo- they love playing like that, and you're just like, oh, come out and say it already. It's like, well, we can't tell you, you know, but but you know, don't bite our heads off. And I'm like, oh my god, enough already. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. Um. Did you also see who was in the concept art? Like maybe Nebula. Nebula is gonna join their team. It, yeah, because they left. They did say that she was definitely going to have a more substantive role in this film. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I don't know if she's, I don't know exactly what role she's going to fill because the, just the jump from, you know, oh, Thanos used me. I feel bad. I must go after him. That's too simple. Like, well, no, I mean, she's obviously, I think there's a bond there with her sister that they're going to have to uh, uh, meld. I, I don't know. I think that's a cool relationship. Like, that's a cool going to be a fu- that's probably going to be a funny part of the team of them two maybe going at it or i don't know them making you know rocket or someone making jokes about it um yondu and, looks like he's a part of their team as well yeah that's i don't know about that <laughs> well he's probably going to be the shifty guy that they he's always trying to screw him over like yeah i don't know i i see this being a really funny like oh it's it's know. definitely going to be fun for sure chris I've... pratt trying to keep all these people from killing each other and stealing from each other right is it's gonna be great. <laughs> and seeing, yeah. you know, who would make a good a good duo in this film is Drax and Nebula. Yeah, yeah, just, actually. just because they're both like you could see these are the these are the kind. This is the pair that's like, how do they show each other they that they actually kind of start to like each other? Well, they get in a brawl that levels half of a town. Yeah, you no, know, like exactly. Th- that's exactly. And then at the end of it, you know, like. Neither one of them wants to yield, but neither one of them can stand up anymore. And right. so here comes, you know, here comes Rocket just wandering through, looking at both of them being drunk off his tail or something. Like, just, you could, you can absolutely get away with something like that. Oh, yeah. And Kurt Russell has to be his dad, right? 
I I would think so. I'm thinking. I don't know exactly what character he's going to be since they've they flat out said like it's not going to be the guy from the comics. Right, right. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, his dad from the comics is not going yeah. to play a part in this. So, um yeah, that's going to be interesting. <laughs> Maybe Adam Warlock, who knows. That's what people are thinking. Um but we'll see. We'll, well see. I mean that I I, that could be because they do have her in the film, so that mm-hmm. I don't know. That's uh, that's another possibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, all right. Well, before we, because we only got a few seconds here before we got to take a break, so we're going to take a break. We'll get back. We'll get into some more movies, television, video games. We'll get into the draft. We'll get into all of that. Stranger Things, Star Wars, Life Debt. We'll see you guys all in a minute. Thank you for listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. See you guys in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. We got news, a lot more news to talk about. Um, we got some Wonder Woman news. Yeah, uh, on the same train of press photos and whatnot, uh, we got some new uh, promotional stills from you know some production photos. Uh, they showed that her armor actually has color on it. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, it's not just the sort of, like, dull shade of eh that we got from the Batman vs. Superman promo art. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, there's actually, like, a difference. Like, there is red and there is blue. And it's not like, oh, well, that's kind of a faded blue. It's like, no, that actually looks like blue. You know, which is an amazing and sad commentary to have to make on this stuff. It really is. Like, it, it shouldn't be that hard. Uh, but did you see uh, Honest Trailers did uh, finally did Batman v Superman? No, I didn't. Was it good? It's it's nine minutes, which is hysterical <laughs> and and exactly the point. And it's absolutely like it. It reminded me of every reason why I hate that movie, and it made me hate it even more. Yeah, pretty much. I watched the um, extended, super-duper, deluxe, rated-R edition, and it was just... Uh, it's it's like, oh, so they gave Jimmy a name. Okay, that makes it even worse. And, like, <laughs> it's just the whole time I felt like that. Yeah. It's, it's sad, because you go back and you think this is... Is there any more hyped storyline? Like, if somebody was to say, you know, what's a comic they should turn into a movie, or a a comic story they should turn into a movie, how many people would have said something along the lines of The Dark Knight Returns? Yeah, Dark Knight Returns. Or, like, just for the Batman v Superman fight at the end of it. Right. Like, I I don't... And and the way that... Like, the fight was good. Like, I, you know, the last chunk of that film where everything actually happens is not terrible. Um, a few oh, noteworthy no, exceptions, but, but... Uh, yeah, I can name a few. Yeah, we can... <laughs> we, can we, we can We can all, you know, they all have the same names, but right. there's, like, I yeah. just... Oh, it's such, it's such crappy writing. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's awful. It's just bad. I would love to actually read a draft of the script to see if it really reads as bad as it came out. Yeah. Because it came out awful. 
I mean, it really, it really did. did. I mean, some of the extended version stuff did flesh out a little bit of like why Clark was going here and why Bruce was going there, but that's it. That's all. It's all it did. Um, it didn't. I don't know how it made it rated R either. Like there was nothing that I saw different. I, I, maybe Batman killed more people. Maybe it's like just... maybe it showed him <laughs> literally snap necks. I mean, maybe no, honestly, maybe there was a scene or two in there where like Batman stabbed somebody that I just didn't catch in the first one. But that's that's the only thing I could think of. Um, yeah, it was bad all the way around. Who knows? Yeah. Hopefully, Wonder Woman's good. You know, Suicide Squad comes out soon, right? Like two weeks. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we got um, Star Trek this week, I think. And reviews for that have been good. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, reviews for that have actually been really good. I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, did you see that they were not going to... Um... Yeah, they're not oh. They're not recasting for... Uh... Yeah, for Chekhov. I had right. I'm trying to think of his last name. I can't... Yelchin, Anton Yelchin. Yelchin, that's it. Yes, I have such a problem saying it too. Um, yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting and smart. You don't want to do that. Um, I wonder how they're gonna. I'm wondering how they're gonna handle that because I unfortunately know the whole time I'm watching the film. That's what I'm gonna think of when I see him. Yeah, it's 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 the last Fast and Furious all over again in a sense. It, it really is, and it it kind of take it sucks. It kind of takes away from it. Um, I just feel bad for his family. He was so young. And like, and by all accounts, just ridiculously talented. Like, we had only just started to see what he could do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's, um, that's a bummer. I And I don't think, aside from, I, I don't think anything in the actual movie is going to address the character. Mm-hmm. I think, I, you know, I think after, I think before the credits, they'll be an in memory of, mm-hmm. for sure. But I don't think I don't think they're going to they're going to do anything for the character, at least until the, the next one. Right. Uh, did we talk last week um, about the Sulu character and what's been in the news? I, I don't know if we mentioned that. Just I don't know if it was news at that point or not. We might have. OK. Um, well, George Takai. Well, here, let me pull up the story. Yeah, he um, he wasn't. Yeah, because they they came out and they said, oh, by the way, Sulu is gay. Mm-hmm. And George Takai thought that that went against he, he didn't think the original Sulu that he played was gay. He, he thought that this was just kind of he thought this was kind of a cop out, it seemed like. They're like, oh right. well, they needed to. They needed a gay character, so instead of creating a new one, they just put the identity here. Mm-hmm. And everybody else has kind of come out and said, well, look, two things. One, uh, why, you know, as long as it's not something that that seems shoehorned in, why does it matter? And the second thing being, this isn't the original. It's it's the crew has the same names, but they're not the same people just because of how they've ruptured the timeline from a canon standpoint. It's it's all different. And see, this is just so odd because I see bo- both point of views very well. Yeah, you know? I, I, I understand. I understand where where George is coming from. I, I right. do. I yeah, see totally because, you know, I, I it's like, you know, 
it is kind of odd they made his character gay because he's gay. And that's where a lot of people are like, that is kind of odd. That normally wouldn't happen in any other situation. Um, and at the same time, he's like, I don't want that to be shoehorned as a gay character just because I am. Uh, and I totally get what he's saying. He's like, that's not who I played. That's not what I portrayed. You know, at that point, might as well make it a black woman or something different. You know, that's how he's thinking of it. Like, don't do that. Right. Just and make I, it write him how he was. But at the same time, it totally makes sense where Simon Pegg and the people who made the movie would make him gay. You know, it is 2016. Well, it is odd that there's just, no openly gay characters in Star Trek. Exactly. That, you know, the, so it, 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 it makes perfect sense. I'm totally okay with it. Um, but at the same time, I do see George. I mean, that's, that's his baby. Like that's someone he played for years. That's, you know, and, and, it's just so odd because Gene Roddenberry at this at the same time, like he was breaking boundaries with with what he did with Star Trek. Like you know he was he was pushing limits everywhere. Um, right. I mean, you know, we got you know the Kirk Uhura kiss is still TV exactly. legend. And, but... and tell me a bigger Asian star before him that everyone knew before Sulu. Like he he was one of the first that I know of that was just everywhere if that yeah. makes sense yeah um and he you know so so at the same time like gene totally was pushing the boundaries and being very progressive um in a time where it was not um well i guess it was in a lot of other places you know because it was the 60s and whatnot but uh but in, in film and whatnot he w he was doing that so it's it's odd i i totally respect both sides for for their opinion um it's it's kind of a because I, I totally get what he's saying. Like it, you know. Suddenly, like I said, they they made Harry Potter just completely different character. It would be offsetting for a lot of people that viewed him a different way, saw him a different way. Um, and he's and I guess George is saying I, I never viewed him as gay. You know, I, and it totally makes sense for them to go. This is a, a new universe. The, the, they went back and bam, we have something completely different. Right. Um. So <laughs> it's just really it's. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's odd to see them fighting about this and they're not fighting, I guess, but it's, it's odd to see them like, you know, well, and it's, and it makes it a lot harder when they both have great points. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and I think that's what we need more of. We mm -hmm. need, when we're having discussions like this about, about a portrayal of anything other than, than normal white person in film or comics or anything, we need to stop having a discussion on who's right and who's wrong and why these kind of things make a difference and how they should be handled properly. Yeah, because, I mean, I think I've taken George's side a lot when he, he basically comes out and says, why don't you make a new character that is gay and whatnot? And then the other side of it, Simon Beck's like, we don't want to make a Tolkien gay guy and that be his whole character because that's what people would attach him to immediately if that's what we do. Uh, and in a way, I hope in the movie it's just not even like – it's not a thing like it's just it, maybe his boyfriend shows up or something like that, but it's not mentioned. It's not like some joke or I just hope it's not a thing. It's you know what I mean? The the way that the way that I've heard it said is that it's almost kind of like what they did with Spock and Uhura of just like, oh, hey, by the way, this is a thing. Right, like right. not a big deal of just like, oh, hey, by the way, he's, you know, not only are they different colors, but he's also half alien. How kooky is that? They were just like, right. no, hey, this is the thing. 
Like, right. not a big deal. It just exists, you know, absorb this knowledge and let's get on with the film. Like, right. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, that's, and that's, that's the way it should be. But, you know, here it is 2016 and that's still, that's still such a strange concept. Mm-hmm. Oh it, yeah, no, it's, and I, I mean, I get, I get where a lot of people are like, because George Takai is gay, let's make his character gay. That is really odd. Um, but I don't know. Uh, it, it's just, it's, it's, cause I mean, what other can't think of anything else like this to compare it to <laughs> that's the thing um, you know this is it's kind of fantastic forecasting all over again oh wow in a sense <laughs> it just just in the idea of of we still get the same thing of like oh well they just decided to change his character for no reason other than to not have everybody be the same and and i you know on the on the one hand that was that was one of the things that I will go to bat for the last Fantastic Four film for was that this the the least troubling thing about that film was having a black Johnny Storm. Oh, yeah. Like absolutely. that was because it was just like, oh, hey, and here it is like right. the the way the way that this kind of thing gets gets dragged out in the press is is always almost always so totally overblown when you actually see how it's handled in the films. Right. Because it's done in the film in a way that you just go, oh, okay. And you accept it and you move on and it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, that that's the, that's, you know, maybe the only not awful thing that I can say about that movie. Mm-hmm. But like, I think, and I, and I do agree from the other side that, you know, you have to have, you, you should introduce more characters to have more diversity, to reflect the, the way the world is now. But I, you know, when you're dealing with things from 40, 50, 60 years ago, in some cases, I have no problem with saying, all right, this is a new version of that. Things are different now. How would they be created if they were created now instead of back then? Right. And, and did you see, did you see John Cho? like came out saying like i don't know if this was a good idea and that's and that's a fair you know that's a his, all his argument was voice. he was afraid that george takai would be a little offended that he was a gay man playing a straight character and at the time he was in the closet and now that you know so far into his life they've decided to now just suddenly change the straight character he was portraying and acting as into a gay character strictly because he's gay yeah and so that's where he was like I don't know about this. Um, I guess. So yeah, it's, that's odd. It's really, it's, it's, it's hard to. Right. But let's, to look at this from a narrative perspective, from a a character point of view, we haven't seen this version of Sulu. We know nothing about his personal life. So in, in terms of this character, it's not, you know, in terms of pop culture, maybe it's redefining him. But in terms of this character in these films, we don't know that side of his life at all. No, so, I get it, but I, I also don't think that because of the the death of, you know, uh, Kirk's father, it suddenly changes a character's sexual orientation either. And there, and and that's a fair point. That's <laughs> yeah. A, it, that, then it gets into the weird territory. Of, right. I don't know if that would have a, a... then. Yeah, because then things get a little timey wimey. 
And that's, I, you know, that can be where, where the argument sort of falls apart. But I, I, I look at it this way in that this is, it, it really is the, uh, you can, you can, you can look at the physics of this in so many ways. It'll make your head hurt. And people who understand physics far more than I tend to do (laughs) that because they have that much free time for some strange reason. But like, there's. I look at the end of the day, if if you try to really drill down to if you really take this down to the physics of it, then I think you kind of lose the argument because you're putting you're putting way too much emphasis on on almost the trivial aspects of this. And you and you start to lose sight of the idea of being inclusive. Mm-hmm. And I and 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 with I, so I don't, you know, I disregard that part of the argument, the idea of, you know, well, in the film, you know, these these effects of time travel don't have everything to do. I, I, I don't care. I don't want to hear about that. I will I will happily listen to what what George <laughs> has to say, because that to me is valid, especially right. given given how how much he went through and and the the trouble and the turmoil of of being in the closet, it, it, particularly at oh, that he, point in history. Well, in his words, he he's troubled that he that it's that it's suggested that sexuality is something that could be retrofitted, and he he doesn't think that that's something that should be changed. And that's a fair point, right? You know, it's it's sudden. You know, it. I don't know. It's making a new Star Wars and making Leia gay or something like it. it it's gonna. It's going to be like, wait a second. It's... You're completely changing the person. Um, you know, uh, so it's I get what he's saying. Like, it's weird. But but at the same time, you want more pro- progressive stuff in movies. You want more openly gay characters. You want all of that. It's 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 kind of a weird it's like you have your cake and eat it, too. You know, is, does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, it's... And one argument you're saying I want all of this. And the next you're going, well, don't change what I like right. uh, or, or what I know. So it's well, it's, the the better way to frame this argument is is to say don't don't just throw it away and and that's the way that it's it's interesting to see that Simon and George are both coming at the same argument from different places mm-hmm. George is saying you can't just take something like this and and retcon it mm-hmm. and Simon's coming at it saying well you can't take something like this and just throw it away right and it's it's really that's what I that's what I like about about the debate this way and saying, here's why this is important. And that's what both sides are trying to say. And that's, what's interesting They They both want to say the same thing, that this is the kind of thing that is important. And we recognize how in one sense, delicately it has to be handled while being presented in a way that doesn't make it seem like it has to be handled delicately. Mm-hmm. That's 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 the kind of thing that drives writers crazy, and and the the kinds of writers who can do that on on just the right note. That's what separates the the really brilliant writers from from just kind of your stock and trade writers, the people yeah. who can look at something like this, and instead of just saying, "Well, we did this, and so get over it," and the people. Or the other side of the people that are saying, well, how do we do this? Not just so that it makes sense, but so that it works. And that's a fine line to th- that's a fine line to thread with any kind of 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 sensitive concept. 
mm-hmm. of of any kind, whether it's whether it's something like this, or it's racial, or it's political, or it's or it's anything. If there's any kind of sensitive subject, you have to be able to thread this through in a in a very delicate but respectful but sturdy. Like you can see where you you see why writers are crazy people, like right. because this is the kind of line that that has to be walked. And this this is the way to have this debate instead mm-hmm. of just saying nope, it's awful, don't do it. Say here's why I don't like this. And then from the other side, say, well, here's here was an alternative and we didn't want to do that. So right. it's, it's interesting. And it kind of it, it really frames this in a very interesting way. And, and I would like to see how how this is addressed in other films with with brand new franchises and IPs and and things. It's very simple to do because you're starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. Right, I think Star Wars is going to be kind of the prime example of this. Uh, where they're going to be introducing new characters, and some of them are going to be gay. I mean, that's just almost a foregone conclusion. Well, they, I mean, they, it'd they, be interesting. Like, look, there's always been rumors that Luke is. Yeah. And now that I imagine that is going to set so many people off. Um, right. When they're like, "Well, why did he kiss his sister?" You know, or no, you know, why did he get so excited for that? I, I can imagine the conversations when that if that happens. Um, well, and know. they they already introduced a character in in the first aftermath book, right? Right in the books, but not. I'm saying in the movie universe, right. the wide audience that are is you know that doesn't read the books. True. All they know is you know going to the movies and whatnot. Um, that's going to be interesting, and it's just it's a shocker these two universes hasn't done this yet. And and right. I think that was part of the impetus for making this change in the first place. Yeah. And I and and I agree there were better ways to do it. And I I do I I am always in favor of building a new character from the ground up to be yeah. interesting because then if nothing else you have another excellent character to add to the roster. Right. I'm always down for that and also you're not going to get the months and months and months of scrutiny and and you know People being upset, it's like, oh, okay, it's 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 a new character, and just I I, I can't wait till we get to the day where it's just not even a thing. Exactly. But that's not a part of their character description at all. It's just something that happens. Like suddenly, Poe has a boyfriend or something. Like who cares? Like it, I just want it to be nothing and to be such a like you know, it's not written, it's not whatever. You just see it and it's just okay. That's great. You know, and move on. Right. It's um, like, oh, that's great. Oh, look at that. They're in love. How cute. And it's right. treated like every other every other kind of love story. Like, it's not... Right. I Yeah, the day when this is not, not something that causes all of this controversy just because people finally can handle this and accept this. Like, let's, let's get to that point, but we're still, we're, we're still struggling to have, have female leads and directors and, and studio execs. Like we've got a mm-hmm. long way to go in this business. And you know what? Hey, Star Wars is doing a great job with that female lead. Thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> now, if they would just make more toys for them, that would be great. <laughs> uh-huh. And Marvel, we're looking at you too. Yeah, Marvel too. Um, let's see. Did you see the new Power Rangers photos? I did. Uh, they looked like the Guardians of Atlantis. <laughs> the Guardians of Atlantis. Okay, so refresh my memory what that is. I Well, just like the armor. Like the armor looked so Atlantean. Like it looked 
like straight. It looked like oh, Aquaman's you're saying from honor like guard. Marvel. Yeah, from DC. Like it, oh, they, the Empire, yeah. yeah, they looked like Aquaman's honor guard. Like they really. Oh, you're did. right. Yeah, you're yeah, you're right. I was thinking Beetleborg when yeah, I saw. There's there is a little bit of similarity to that too, for sure. It just looks like a knockoff. It really does. Yeah, it's the more I see these, the more I'm not impressed. But no. they there was another picture of of uh, of Elizabeth Banks as in in full Rita Repulsa gear, and that doesn't look bad. No. But God, yeah, the art, the suits just look. They do. They look terrible. They really do. It, it, I don't know. Like, why would you, I get it? They can't do the spandex suits from the '90s, but the ones from the movie, like the original movie, looked pretty good. Yeah, they just were not bad. Work with that. Don't go so fucking. It, it's almost like they went to like that weird Superman. What was that? Death of Superman Returns or whatever. Like his suit had all that stuff going through it. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. It reminds me of this like weird. I I stand by it that that Stark Industries had a thrift sale. Not and... even that. At least Stark Industries, there's like solid paneling, one color. This is like this rocky, weird material that's all over the place, right? Yeah. It's not like solid pieces. At least with Iron Man, it's solid red piece, solid gold piece. It looks like armor. This looks like alien rock things threw up on them in different colors. It's, I don't know how to explain it. It just looks it's, odd. It's – it's there's – it looks like a, a, a racing game that I used to have on the PC, and it was this futuristic racing game, and you got to choose between the different drivers, and there were different color swaps. That's what it looks like. Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah, I mean, that's what it looked like, these futuristic uh, uh, motorcycle drivers. That's what they look like. <laughs> they look like motorcycle suits that's just, I don't know. Just... Yeah, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like the quartz line of biker gear. Like, yeah it, it is like it's really i don't know man it, uh, it needs to be a solid color in my opinion it needs to be uh and brighter it just it's too dull like i couldn't tell i was like is that the black ranger is that the blue ranger um it wasn't as bright as it was in the photo they originally showed us no i don't think i could tell the red and pink rangers apart right exactly i only could tell because of their faces and whatnot but other than that i was just like it's just really dark. Yeah. Um, and that thing in the middle that, I don't know, I just don't like it. It's too many colors meshing. It, it should be one red, 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 a little bit of white, all red. But yeah, you're right. It's like this weird Tony Stark. Yeah, it's like, I don't, it's just, it's just bad. And I mean, I know those things will sell toys, but like, uh it just doesn't. It honestly doesn't even look like interesting toys, though. Like if I don't know if they were more. I don't know. Whatever the hell's going on in the center of their chest, too. Like the smoky <laughs> diamond. Like put a dinosaur there. Whatever the hell they had. Right. Like go back. Like there was a reason that those things worked. Like because yeah. they, they need to remember this is for kids, and kids need more than just I. You know I say this, putting aside for a second how much fun most of us could have with a simple box. Mm-hmm. But like you have to have something that that ignites a little something in the imagination and just a bunch of color swapped suits of, you know, of limestone armor is right. not going to do it. Bingo, you nailed it. Limestone armor. That's what it looks like. Like, it's just not like you've got to have some. That's why the dinosaurs work. That's why they picked dinosaurs. 
mm-hmm. because kids love dinosaurs, period. That was the end of the thought process, and it worked. Yep, put that on their chest, not these weird, smoky... <laughs> I don't even know what the hell they are. Um, all right. <laughs> um, did you... Oh, man, did you see that Leslie Jones quit Twitter? Yeah, well, you know, it was a banner day for Twitter. Yeah, man, like, it's just... It's one, thing to, it's one thing to hate a movie... It's one thing to hate an actor's portrayal of a character in a movie. It's another thing, and it's it's sad that this news shocks no one. Right. That like, oh, hey, somebody of color on Twitter was subject to an enormous amount of racist memes and comments and harassment and death threats. It's sad that even, even people who want to stand up and say Twitter has to do more about this have been banging this drum for so long and Twitter has done so little about it. Right. That's the main problem. And it's, you know, it's, it's not to throw in the towel and say like, well, this is just the internet. Like you you know, that you can't do. You can't just wave the white flag and allow Mm -hmm. and just allow this to happen. But the people that take action against it get nowhere. Right. I mean, we, we saw this, we saw this with Gamergate where it just, it, Mm -hmm. it, it was the same, harassment and 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 there it even escalated to mm-hmm. actual threats and actual violence and twitter did next to nothing so right. that's i mean this is incumbent on them to to actually do something for a change yeah yeah it, it, it i didn't see most of the comments i just saw the headline and cause I, don't know, I don't go on twitter that much and um did you see ghostbusters i haven't yet i might go tomorrow yeah, I'm definitely going to be seeing it. Um, I heard it was better than what people thought it was going to be, so that kind of gave me a little bit of hope. Well, so. like it's interesting in the in the like the same on my Facebook feed when the reviews started coming out, it was literally Ghostbusters is actually pretty good. Ghostbusters is meh. Ghostbusters is bad. Like just well, right in a row. Right. From what I understand, go expecting bridesmaids. Don't go expecting Ghostbusters, and you'll have a great time. There you go. Which kind of sucks for Ghostbusters fans. But anyway, we will be right back. Again, you're listening to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and we'll see you guys all in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM, and uh, we've got some TV news real fast. Um, uh, Gotham, uh, Benedict Samuel uh, from The Walking Dead is cast as Mad Hatter in Season 3. Yeah. Woo. Game of Thrones Season 7 release date is pushed to summer 2017 uh, because they want to film when it's gloomy outside. Yeah, because winter wasn't actually coming as soon as they thought it was. Exactly, which <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Sucks uh, it's going to be seven episodes or whatever, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, so we got some video game news. Um, Nintendo uh, announced a mini NES preloaded with 30 games, including Zelda 1 and 2, Super Mario Brothers. 1, 2, and 3, uh, Punch-Out, Castlevania 1 and 2, Mega Man, and a whole bunch more. So, yep, buying that second it comes out. Yeah, it was basically like there was an old like cheat book I used to have that was like, here are cheats and strategies for like all these NES games, and it's basically like the same list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Donkey Kong, like it's just all these really cool yeah, games. Yeah, Bubble Bobble, um, all that stuff. Yes, I cannot wait. I can't wait till they do the Super Nintendo version of that. Holy shit. Well, because they'd have to pack 100 games on that thing. Exactly. Um, I'd even take, like, a Game Boy or Game Boy Advanced one, too. Like, a Game Boy Advanced for the Super Nintendo one. Yeah. You, like, put in a, put in a thing. I'd be all right um, with that. Oh, yeah, dude. You could have, like, 
lot of Pokemon games. But anyway, uh, Pokemon Go. <laughs> uh, game's already been downloaded 30 million times, made an estimated 35 million. Um, and I guess the panel at um, Comic-Con moved from 500-seat room to Hall H. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how, do you think they're going to put a Legendary in that room? I would almost think they'd have to. They'd have to. They'd have to drop a Mewtwo or something in there. Or, that or would something, be... or just, I don't know, just like something like ultra rare. You know, cause That's I'm, how you do it. Yeah, because I imagine dittos are not tremendously common. Oh, yeah, I don't think I've seen one. Th- yeah. That's how you do it. Bingo, you put it, you put one of those in those rooms. That makes everybody want to stand outside and get into that room and be there for something. Yeah. Uh, hell, yeah. That's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, we got some Rise of the Tomb Raider news. GameStop Italy website leaks release date of the PlayStation 4 version of the game for October 11th. Um, I guess uh, uh, confirmed by uh, Square Enix. 20th anniversary edition also available, which will include all DLC and three new pieces of content. A co-op endurance mode, Laura's Nightmare, which is zombies, uh, Blood Ties, uh, exploration of the Croft Manor without combat, which will also be a PSVR compatible so pretty much it'll be one of those experiences seems like that's what a lot of these playstation things are and it's kind of got me worried um well but i mean the thing with this is like it's not a standalone thing like this wasn't a game designed for this they were like oh hey by the way we can do this kind of cool thing that you can do with vr if you want true problem it has for me though is i've already played the game and i'm not spending 60 dollars on it um so i'll wait you know hopefully maybe they do the the PS compatible, the, the VR compatible thing is a separate thing later on, uh, like a $10 thing you could download. Um, that wouldn't be a bad idea. No, no, not at all. And it'd be enough time. I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see when the VR comes out. <laughs> um, we got some Dead Rising news. Leaked trophy list uh, indicated first game in franchise coming to PlayStation 4. Yeah, they because they can't do Dead Rising 4 until December of next year on the PS4. Right. So they're going to go back and re-release the first one on PS4. Makes sense. It was a cool game. Um, PS4 Neo uh, documents leaked detailing updating console. Uh, highlights including all PlayStation 4 titles titles from October 2016, on which report both uh, should support both PlayStation 4 and Neo. Um, and games uh, to have a higher frame rate, improved graphics, etc. Yeah, it was mostly technical. Like it was all like here's here's the slight boost in everything so it upscales all this like that's all the kind of stuff that just goes over my head. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the Xbox One S, uh, there's a two terabyte version of the slim console uh, to be available on August second. Uh, other versions to be available at a later date. Yeah, they're doing a one terabyte and a five hundred gig, but they're they ha- they surprisingly don't have a date for them yet. Oh, yeah. And from what I understand, Twitch is also going to live stream some Comic-Con panels. So, like, Google that. Look that up. It doesn't really didn't tell me which ones, but I imagine they're not like the big Star Wars trailer. Blah, yeah, right. Blah. Yeah. I, I imagine it's a lot like maybe like the Pokemon Go one and stuff like that. That would be super cool. I'm definitely watching that if that's the case. Um, there were some Pokemons announced for sun and moon uh did you get a look at any of them uh, yeah uh one of them honestly looks like a lay it really looks like a hawaiian lay and i thought it's adorable it's it <laughs> is but i'm just like really but but they've stuck eyes on an ice cream cone and called that a pokemon so i guess i can't complain 
And to be fair, I think almost all of the ones that I've seen from the new game I like. Um, it's not like, you know, was it Platinum or whatever a few ago that were like almost all of them were really bad. Yeah. Um, this is the yes, that's the one that stuck out where it was like, okay, that's a lay, that's an item you saw, but it's a Hawaiian theme, so I was like, it's a, I don't know, it, it, I don't hate it um, as much as like the ice cream cone um, or the garbage bag one or yeah. whatnot. <laughs> yeah. There was one called um, Mimiku. I think, Man, or Mimic You. Creepy as hell. I loved it. I loved the internet just fell in love with it, and they showed all these different memes and stuff. And Man, like it, it... the whole idea is it mimics the Pokemon. Um, and so, like, it mimics the top part of it looks like Pikachu. Yeah. It, it looks creepy, but at the same time, I was like, it looks that's like... awesome. Man, that, like, that thing looks like the special referee in the match between the ring and the grudge. It does, but at the same time, I'm like, that's cool. That's a different way to do it, and it's, that's such a cool idea. Oh, it's different. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I loved it. I can't wait. Now that the Pokemon Go, I'll fully admit, pulled out my 3DS, I'm back into I'm back into Ruby, I'm back into X, and I even am back in, because I was like, I want to play Soul Silver. Like, I just remember how awesome that game was yeah. started. So, um, I'm... F- full-on Pokemon mode right now. Um, all right, man. Well, let's get into because we got now uh, – we got this segment. We got the next one to kind of break down reviews and whatnot. Um, I did, Dude, I've just been so busy. Didn't didn't get too much into life debt. Um, I like what I've been reading so far. Uh, you want to tell me briefly, I guess, what you – did you finish it? I, I got through I got through most of it. You um, read so much faster than I do. <laughs> like it's so hard to keep up with your one book a week. Um, but tell tell us what what did you think of it? It's you know what I've read is like I I kind of agree with the reviews. Like it's not like it's not it's not bad, but I I don't know. I'm still spoiled after Lost Stars because Lost Stars was so good. It really was. And and uh, what was it? Bloodline was also really good. Like I really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. But, like, I don't... The Aftermath, like, we're kind of... I don't want to say we're 0 for 2, because the first one was not bad, this one is not bad, but I, I don't know. Like, I just... I expect more, and I'm and I'm not... I'm not getting it. I don't think we are going to be getting it from the Aftermath series. Yeah. Um, What's her name? Who's the... Who's the what's, what's the woman's name that did, um, that did Lost Blood... Stars? Yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that, and I totally forgot. Um... But yeah, she because she was the one that all, she did Bloodline too, right, right, and that's um, and that's why both of those have been my favorite. Oh yeah, uh, no, well, hold on, that's Adam Adam Levine. Um, hold on, <laughs> Adam, what? No, yeah, I looked up Lost Star, uh, Claudia Gray. Thank you, thank you. Yes, so I want to know whatever her next book is, um, and yeah, I mean, when we get to Thrawn, that's of course going to be one that we're both going to just you know melt over well um, and and that one partially because timothy zahn has that track record with that character i mean his his thrawn trilogy is fantastic exactly yeah, yeah um yeah no i don't i didn't even oh god i gotta pick a book don't i yeah um <laughs> let's do th- this shit uh, i don't have any i'll tell you what i'll get one on our break and when we get back we'll talk about it and, okay uh, I'll pick it then. Um, but yeah, read Life Debt. I'm going to finish it because I freaking love it. It's just with this new thing with work and everything else, I won't get into it, but it's just been super stressful in the time that I'm away from it. I've been obsessed with Pokemon Go and watching 
a new series that I've been in love with, and I know I think you like too. Uh, Stranger Things. So good, so good. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it not too long ago. I, I feel like we've mentioned it before. We thought, hey, this is a cool idea. Um, and that was it. And then I forgot about it. And then I saw it pop up on my Facebook feed, a news article that was like, this thing's going to take over your weekend. If you love the 80s, go watch it now. And I was like, I completely forgot about it. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see this. Um, and then it was funny because I posted it on Facebook and all my friends started commenting. Can't stop. Oh, my God. I, I'm in episode five. Like, do the whole for like a day or two. And I'm like, oh, shit, I haven't even started it. And I'm getting excited. And then I sat down with it. I couldn't stop. Um, I think I did it all in no, I two days, two days, yeah. Um, but yeah, one night I just sat down and watched it, and I was like, "This is awesome! I can't stop! I can't stop!" And then the last few episodes I finished on the last day. Um, yeah, dude, what did you think of it? It's it's everything. Like if you're like, I want, I want another '80s Stephen King miniseries. Like oh, yeah. that's it's it's exactly that. It's eight episodes. It's it's about the kids. It's all this. It's it's everything you would want. Oh, like, yeah. It's, it's it's Goonies. It is Stand By Me. It's a little bit of Aliens, a little bit of uh, the thing. There's like if you... it's I love this. It's basically Goonies meets the thing meets E.T. It's even got a little carry. And yeah, like a little bit. It, it, dude, it's on it. It's it's honestly like. Uh, oh, why Why did my mind just go blank? Um, the, 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 the Spielberg movie that's coming out with the, the game, the book. The, ready uh, Player One. It's like a Ready Player One type of, like, nostalgia trip. It's not on the nose as much as that, of course. But, like, they mention, like, Evil Dead and, like, it's like E.T. It's like everything that you like of that genre. If any of these movies we've said makes you sit up a little bit straighter and get a little smile on your face, go watch this it's like the goonies it's like fog it's uh it's it's so cool like it, it uh, i just i mean it even has like a little bit of a jaws feel to it because when, they, when yeah. the cop can't you know he's trying to figure everything out now that my mind's like i'm like holy shit they're literally just tapping into all of this stuff yeah it's um, a it's a fantastic stephen king spielberg mashup it, oh yeah, it it's a really love letter is. to all of that. It absolutely is, and that's that's exactly what I explained it to uh, this girl. I've explained it to my parents. I was like, it's it's an amazing Stephen King novel told in eight chapters on Netflix, and it's not Stephen King. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what it is, and I love that they do that. They're like chapter one, you know, uh, the vanishing blah blah blah, and then, and then it goes on and on and on. Um, and I love that it's broken up in chapters and. The, the theme, dude, the music from it. Oh, the soundtrack is amazing. I'm just like, this is totally Axiom Verge. This is totally everything. And, of course, Axiom Verge gets it all. I'm like, this is 80s sci-fi to the T. Um, and I, we keep saying sci-fi. There's fantasy stuff in there, too. They can mention Lord of the Rings. They're playing Dungeons and & Dragons. And uh, from what I understand, um, there's talks of doing... Uh, a sequel they're not even they don't they don't want to call it a season two because they they think of it as a movie a long eight-hour movie yeah it's a it's a mini series it's done exactly and they said that they want to do a second one 
and to not think of it as season two, but as a sequel, because there there are some things that are just left over. There are some things that, you know, we, we, I'm not going to spoil anything at all, but, you know, it definitely opens it up for a season two or, a, you know, a sequel to it. And everyone's talking about it. I, I can't imagine this doesn't have a season two because um, everyone on my Facebook feed is like, this is great. This is fantastic. This is awesome. Give me more. Give me more. Um, Ryback. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but well, yeah, man. Yeah, it, it, I don't know what else to say about it. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's absolutely episodes. worth the time. And I love how they told it in eight episodes. They didn't feel the need to drag it out or anything. Like, here's the story. This is it. Oh yeah, that's what some of my friends were like. It's only eight episodes. I'm like, but that's not a bad thing, because you d- then we'd have two extra episodes or four extra episodes where it's like suddenly they get lost and do this thing that doesn't really matter to the end of the story. Um, exactly. That's, that's one thing that I love so much about content on Netflix is mm-hmm. they don't have to fill an episode order. Yep. They don't have to write to 22 or to 13. They write the story. And then if that works out to 13 episodes, great. If it works out to eight episodes, great. If it works out to four episodes, great. It's, it's the story. And there's no, there's no need to try to, to puff it up or anything. Oh, yeah. And don't worry. we got plenty of things coming to Netflix. We have all the Marvel stuff. Um, gosh, I don't even know. There's a lot of things coming. I just can't <laughs> think off the top of my head. Um, but, yeah, it, it, there's tons of stuff to watch. If you want to, if you think, oh, man, I want more, go watch Marco Polo. Go watch both seasons of that because the second season of that just dropped about a week or so ago. Um, I think we got Luke, Luke Cage soon, don't we? It's uh, Yeah, it's a couple months. Yeah, and also they just announced um, Making a Murderer 2. That's the thing. It's going to happen, and it's going to be released on Netflix soon. Yeah. I, so I, need like, to go, I need to go watch Narcos. That's the one, that's like, that's the one yep. that looks really interesting to me. Yep, Narcos, definitely. Um, absolutely. Yeah, the season two of that is coming. Um, and I, I think that's it. They're only doing a season two because obviously he lived for only so long. Right, um, you, you get to the end of that story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, they're not going to take him into space or anything like that. Uh, there's so many shows I need to catch up on, too. Um, I'm just starting to watch Census 8. Actually, that's another one. Go watch that one. That, that I completely forgot. That's a fantastic show. I've watched like two or three episodes. It's so good. So good. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about wrestling. Can you listen to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM? See you in a minute. Welcome back to We Geek Podcast on the N.FM. And hey, man, tell me the story you just told me on break. Man, okay. So you, you like you were talking about you caught a gasway today. I caught yep. one yesterday morning. Before, oh, my God. So every morning I wake up, I roll over, I grab my phone, I check Pokemon Go. It's the first thing I do in the morning. <laughs> and there's always something nearby. So I'm always like, I'm not, I'm not like, oh, I got to get up and do this. Like I just lay in my bed and pointed at the ceiling. And, and you know, usually whatever comes up will be right there. So the other morning I do that and I don't even look at what's around. Cause it's always the same basic Weedles, Caterpies, Rattatas, what have you. So I'm like, oh, there's something here, press it, and then I look up, and there's a ghastly sitting very large, dead center of the screen, <laughs> looking like it's floating above my bed. I screamed so loud I scared the cat. <laughs> like I like all of a sudden like it genuinely freaked me out for a second. I was like, ah 
Nice, not, nice. Not fun. I mean, it's fun to look back on now, but, like, in the moment, it was just like, oh, my God, there's a ghost over my bed. I'm screwed. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, wait, it's Pokemon. Hang on. And I caught him. But, like, yeah. for that moment, I was like, yes. Oh, man. Yeah, I was just sitting at my desk, kind of, like, near my bed, and uh, I saw it on the screen, and it is big. And, and I, I captured it, and then it froze with the ball. And I thought, no, oh. no. And then I closed the game out, and I bring it back up, and it said, I caught it. And I was like, yes, this nice. is awesome. Yeah, so, whew, all right. So, yeah, we we don't have that much time. Let's get into, and I'm going to let you kind of steer this with the uh, WWE draft. Yeah, they did the first live edition of SmackDown tonight, and they did the first few rounds of the draft, and then they did uh, the rest of the draft on the network afterwards uh but they didn't draft everybody uh like Heath Slater didn't get drafted which they kind of made a bit of a gag at the end which I thought was cute but whatever um um I'm just gonna kind of run down the list because I think that's about all we'll have time for um the first round Raw picked up Seth Rollins Charlotte and Finn Balor which is awesome we're gonna see Finn on the main roster now uh Smackdown got Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles uh, that could be interesting. Uh, second round, Raw picked up Roman Reigns, Yawn, Brock Lesnar, uh, <laughs> depending on the results of his drug tests, uh, and The New Day. So that's going to be cool. Uh, SmackDown got John Cena and Randy Orton. Uh, a couple more big yawns. Uh, third round, Raw picked up Sami Zayn, Sasha Banks. Hey. Yeah. John Cena is probably their biggest get, though. I yeah, but nobody likes him. I you know what I I gotta say I kind of like him. Like I think he's awesome in the ring. You know I get it that he's not like the fan draw, but he does a good job. Eh, I, I think he does. I, I think he was great with uh, Enzo and Cass, and you know I don't know. Now that's not gonna happen. I love <laughs> well, but I do love how on on. Raw this past week when they had all of these guys in the ring cutting promos you suddenly had old man Cena right right but he's good in the ring is what I'm saying like he's really good I, I man I've got to disagree with that okay all right we agree to disagree <laughs> we agree to disagree <laughs> uh we got Raw got Sami Zayn Sasha Banks and Chris Jericho so they went two for three in that round uh, SmackDown picked up Bray Wyatt, not the Wyatt family, and Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth round, Raw got Rusev, who comes with Lana, uh, <laughs> Ra- uh, Kevin Owens, excellent, and Enzo and Cass, which is fantastic. Yep. Uh, SmackDown picked up The Miz, uh, who comes with Maurice, and Baron Corbin, which was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifth round, Raw picked up uh, the rest of the club, Gallows and Anderson. Now, they don't have AJ Styles, so they have the original <clears throat> club. Before it was Bullet Club, it was Balor Club. So expect to see Gallows and Anderson and Finn Balor uh, teaming up to form the original version of the club at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also picked up the Big Show for some reason. Uh, and Nia Jax got the call up from NXT, which I thought was odd, but mm-hmm. okay. Uh, SmackDown picked up Dolph Ziggler, uh, whose stock fluctuates from hour to hour, and they got American Alpha, which is the most 
awesome tag team NXT has right now. Uh, so that's going to be uh, really interesting. Uh, sixth round, where are we here? Raw picked up Neville, returning from his leg injury. Uh, Cesaro and Sheamus. So again, two for three. Uh, mm-hmm. SmackDown got Natalia and Alberto Del Rio. So one for two, maybe, depending on the booking. Alberto mm-hmm. could be good. Uh, I'll never forget the day that I accidentally cut him off in traffic on the way to Full Sail. Because uh, I didn't know. Like, I'm late for class. I got to get over right here. And then I got out in the parking lot and further down in the same parking lot, out gets, at the time, world heavyweight champion Alberto Del Rio. And I'm thinking, I need to run, like, right now. <laughs> so that's so that like that's my only famous person story, pretty much. Uh I ran into Paige. There you go. <laughs> it's a, yeah, and they're now on separate shows. because uh, in the seventh round, Raw got the Golden Truth, Titus O'Neil, and yes. Paige. Have you seen the Golden Truth shirts? They're oh my god. <laughs> I want that. I yeah, like they're uh I don't know, man. I'm kinda bummed Paige was bumped to that round like she should have been way up there yeah big time there's a couple of them like that the further down we get um smackdown got the usos and kane but they actually named him demon kane which they only do when they're making a difference between him and corporate kane and i hate that (laughs) i don't like corporate kane at all uh the in the eighth round raw picked up darren young sin cara and jack swagger there's a mid card in a nutshell. Yep. Uh, SmackDown picked up Kalisto and Naomi, who is severely underrated. Uh, I was always bummed Naomi never got the push that she deserved. Mm-hmm. And she has an awful finishing maneuver. Uh, the rear view is a catastrophe, and it needs to be scrapped immediately. Uh, the ninth round saw Raw pick up the Dudley Boys, Summer Ray, and Mark Henry. So we, you know... One for three there, maybe, um, depending on what they do with the Dudleys. SmackDown grabbed Zack Ryder and Apollo Crews, uh, which is an interesting duo. Uh, tenth round saw Raw pick up Braun Strowman, Bo Dallas, and the Shining Stars, who are Primo and Epico, who used to be uh, Los Matadores, if I'm also not mistaken. So they've had, like, eight gimmicks in the time they've been in WWE, and this one looks like it's actually going to be the worst one. Uh, SmackDown, not to be outdone, picked up Breezango, the Vaude Villains, and getting called up to the main roster from NXT, Eva Marie. I could do an entire podcast of just how pissed off I am about this. Yeah. (laughs) Because she's awful. And she's terrible, and everything... Like, the reason she gets booed is because absolute... Like, this is one... It's not like Roman Reigns, where you look at him and you go, well, he has some talent, and he tries, but he's just boring and we really don't like him. Eva Marie is awful. Top to bottom, mic, ring, the whole thing. And she doesn't seem like she puts in the effort. So everybody hates her. To her credit... She milks that heat. She uses that heat like crazy, but she still puts on disastrous performances in the ring. So that's just, oh, that makes me crazy. 
I've seen her on the Divas thing, I think. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's... The red hair. Yeah. And then someone got upset because someone else had red hair, and they're like, you're stealing my red hair gimmick. Oh, they... Yeah, that's... Total Divas is just total crap. I actually liked it. I saw where Paige when she goes to the basement in Orlando. I was like, I go to that place all the time. (laughs) I was... It was weird to watch it. Yeah. And the, the last round of the draft, Raw grabbed Alicia Fox, Dana Brooke, and Curtis Axel. So maybe one for three, maybe two if they really work with Curtis. Uh, SmackDown picked up Eric Rowan, Mojo Rawley. So the hype bros are now both on SmackDown. <laughs> and Carmella, which is awesome to see her get called up from NXT because she has really put in the work and she has really gotten awesome. And I'm I'm bummed that she's not going to be back with Enzo and Cass like she used to be in NXT. But she's a fantastic, strong performer in her own right. Mm-hmm. Um, I am really surprised no Shinsuke Nakamura and no Bailey. Oh, wow, yeah. That really messed me up. Those were two that I absolutely expected, no question, and they weren't there. Uh, I'm not surprised they didn't draft Samoa Joe, but yeah, no Bailey and no Nakamura really kind of floored me. Yeah, yeah, same here. I don't know much about NXT like you do, but the Nakamura thing especially. And I know Bailey, she's been like like great apparently in yeah. NXT. Like it yeah. should absolutely be should have been there way a long time ago. She should have been there with the rest of the four horsewomen. Like her, Becky, Charlotte, Sasha, they all should have like they all should have gotten called up at the same time. Yeah, I don't get it. Uh. But anyway, we are running out of time. We'll talk more about it next week. Um, we'll get more into thought because we didn't have much time this week. Um, again, go to Wiggy Podcast um, on Facebook, um, where I'm going to be posting about the Pegasus thing. Uh, you're listening to this; it should be posted already on the group, and I'm going to post it on a bunch of other stuff tomorrow. Um, but go to our Facebook group, of course. Go to our Twitter at Adam Esep, at the Logan Wit at We Geek Podcast, um, and listen to us on the N.FM every Wednesday at nine. And I think that's it. Captain? Captain. Captain.